All right, we're recording. What's up, everybody, and welcome to another edition of America's Hometown Horror Podcast. I am joined, as always, by Andrew and Kat. What's up, guys? Not much, just howdy, uh, howdy, howdy. having a beer and talking about stuff. Yeah, yeah, we are. And uh, we're very excited today to have Andy Driscoll from Inebriart with us. How's it going, man? Not bad. A little hungover, but not bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, happy belated birthday, thank you, thank by you. the way. Um, so obviously, you know, in our title, we're America's Hometown Horror Podcast, and I feel like we haven't really done a lot of local stuff lately, and that's one of our goals, is to, to talk with some more local people about some local scary stuff. Uh, and Andy was kind enough to have us on his podcast, uh, which is great. And uh, we wanted to return the favor and have him on ours. So happy to have you here, man. Uh, talk about a couple of scary things and, you know, it's, uh, have a couple of beers. It's always fun to help people get started in podcasting. Um, we've been doing it for years now. We love it. So yeah. whenever someone new wants to take part, it's, it's you know, yeah, it's always fun to help out and do so, cross-promotion at the same time. Exactly. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, I mean, I know, so when I, you know, started getting into podcasting, uh, listening to podcasts, excuse me, a couple of years ago, I, I remember I searched for Plymouth, and you guys popped up. Uh, yep. Old Colony Cast, old and, colony cast yeah. and Bar Talk. Mm-hmm. Um, so Jordan, we actually, you know, we've known Jordan for quite a while, like pretty much since we moved to Plymouth. Uh, we were in the mud. We don't actually record him. He just talks loud enough. Everyone can hear him. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about right. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so I remember searching, and those came up, and I just thought, wow, I, I didn't know that there were, you know, local Plymouth podcasters. And then I know, obviously I've seen your events around town. Yeah. Uh, so I know we're familiar with it. But for those who don't know uh, who Inebriart is and what you guys do, why don't you tell us a little bit about oh, what you do? Sure. Uh, so Inebriart was formed uh, in 2011 on a bar stool, and it started off just as a uh, group of artists who met up once a week to draw and have a couple drinks. Mm-hmm. Uh, the probably went that way for about two years before it even had a name. Uh, the guy who named it was so drunk he didn't realize it was his idea. So when the <laughs> name came up again, he's like, that's a great idea. Um, so from that point on, we started with local um, art events. We have a figure drawing uh, meetup once a month. It's probably our longest running. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to be six, six years? Six years this uh, summer at uh, the New World Tavern. Artists show up. We provide a model. Mm-hmm. And then over the past two, two and a half years, it's kind of spiraled out of control. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have three podcasts. Uh, Nebrart, we interview creative people. Uh, Bar Talk is kind of like an industry support group. Q and A, we answer listeners' questions. Mm-hmm. Um, Old Colony is kind of our catch-all for everything else. Mostly yep. local stuff. We're starting to do a little bit of history. Um, anything interesting uh, that we want to talk about? Uh, we do local uh, art shows four times a year. Uh, we hang art for local businesses. So we hang Mel Bar, Craft Beer Cellar, Sucasa. We did a Krampus scavenger hunt uh, back in December. That was a lot of fun. That we raised uh, money, we uh, food for like a local food pantry. Yep. Um, we are running art fairs uh, on mm-hmm. Town Hall lawn coming this summer. We did it last summer. Mm-hmm. We take part in Winterfest. Pretty much any event that we can kind of weasel our way into, uh, <laughs> we do. And it's just it's been so much fun and. I just hear from so many people being like, oh, I was meeting with the Chamber of Commerce and your name came up. And I'm like, why? And, uh, <laughs> it, it's, it's, this town has been so good to us and it's, it's just fun. And we're looking at, you know, kind of expanding the brand this coming year. Yeah. Um, we had a branch for a little while in Texas. 
um, but that has since kind of gone by the wayside. We mm-hmm. talked about pod fade. It kind of faded away. Yep. Um, and it looks like we're going to be spreading to Attleboro, uh, possibly Maine. And Oh, we do beer mug paintings. That's a big thing. Oh, um, okay. Oh, I've seen those. Yeah. Yeah. I've yeah. Seen that um, so we do those at local breweries. And uh, we're doing like a wine glass one coming up. We're doing a margarita glass one. So yep. just anything that we think is fun, mm-hmm. we do. Awesome. So. That is awesome. Yeah, I didn't realize you guys did all that. That's yeah, sweet. I see, see you guys around town all the time, which is, is is awesome. And congratulations on the success that you guys have had, you guys have had so far and the expansion. Hopefully, we can get to that point, uh, you know, at some point. Um, but so I wanted to go back to the Krampus crawl. You mentioned okay. that. Yeah. So uh, I hope that this is going to be a yearly thing. Uh, Maybe we were already talking about what we can do better okay. while it was going on. Okay, good. Um, it was. The whole thing came about was, um, oh, can I swear? Of course. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go right the it's, fuck ahead. It's so funny. People ask me that all the time. I'm like, fuck yeah. Um, I wasn't sure what your rating was. Uh, so over the summer, there was talk that there wasn't going to be a Winterfest. And, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, and a friend of mine was like, oh, that's terrible. That's yeah. such a good community thing. And she <laughs> goes, well, there should be a Krampus thing. You should do a Krampus thing. And I'm like... Fuck, that's a good idea. <laughs> so I went on to Facebook, and I swiped a picture of Krampus off the web mm-hmm. and made an event, and it said, Krampus is coming. And in the description said, are you on the naughty list? Krampus is coming for you. And I set a date and time. I think I invited seven people. Within, like, 48 hours, there was, like, over 100 people interested in going. So, I, was one, I was one of cats, them. Cat <laughs> sent that to me on Facebook, and I couldn't have clicked yes faster. The second I saw it, I was like, okay, it's at the BBC. Yeah. We're fucking going. Hell so yeah. So then I had to, like, call up Fish and be like, yeah. So we got to figure out what the Krampus event is. Yeah. <laughs> I was expecting such yeah. a response. Now we have to actually figure this yeah. out. Yeah, so there was, like, a good month where we were like, I don't, I don't know what it is. And, it, like, when I put it up, it was, like, I don't know, August. So it was yeah. huge Short, lead time. Yeah. yeah. And... Um, it got to the point where I was talking to a friend of mine just sitting at a bar and he's like, yeah, that was going to be a stupid Krampus parade. I'm like, oh, it's a parade? Oh <laughs> what did we get ourselves That'd into? He's like, I think so. Isn't it a parade? I'm like, dude, I don't know. And I'm like, you know that's my event. He's like, no, I had no idea. <laughs> I don't even know what so it is. Would, yeah. Would you start make it a parade next year? That'd be hysterical. A Krampus parade. Yeah. It's like a lot of work. Yeah, then it's, it's shutting down Main oh, Street. That's, and that's that's that's. Yeah. Maybe Krampus could storm Winterfest. Maybe we could do that. Maybe we could have that work. Yeah. Well, that could be an idea. Uh, next year, scare all the children. Next like year, best costume as Krampus. Like a, best well, Krampus. You, you got you got um, points in the um, scavenger hunt for someone on your team being a Krampus. Uh, okay. Um, but next year. Uh, Krampus night, which is December fifth. Krampus not. Yeah, everyone says it. They're like, that's mm. not how it's pronounced. I'm like, I'm from Massachusetts. It's my God-given <laughs> right God to mispronounce things. <laughs> um, is a Saturday, so Ooh. I think we may start even earlier and make yeah. it like an afternoon kind of All day right. drinking thing. Uh, I'm on board for that. Yeah, and uh, Winterfest <laughs> is actually getting moved into January next year. Oh, because it's historically it's the last Saturday right. in December. Okay, which is like the Saturday after Christmas. Mm-hmm. And she's like, people are going to be burnt out. They're not going to go out. So it's, yeah. I think it's going to be like uh, early January. Interesting. Yeah. So funny story about uh, the, the Krampus crawl that you guys did. So we, we were out grabbing dinner, and 
she said to me, holy shit, tonight's the Krampus crawl. And we were pl- I think we were planning on going home, and I was like, okay, we have to go out. So we texted Andrew. You were out with your brother, I think. And, we stopped uh, and got some canned goods. We stopped and got yep. some canned goods. And I remember we got to the BBC. We're like, all right, we're here for the Krampus crawl. Oh, you missed him too. Yeah. We walked yeah. upstairs. So we, we, you were upstairs, right, yeah. collecting the cans. Yeah. yeah. So we walked in, and we, we, gave, you a bu- we gave you some uh, canned goods. And we were like, oh, it was Krampus. Oh, you just missed him. So we uh, – The suit was too hot, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, that's yeah. one of those things that, like, we have to do better, like, explaining Krampus will be available from mm-hmm. this time to this right. time so yeah it's you know, well no it's that, our first year that's all right yeah. we were just like oh my god this would be a really cool opportunity for the three of us to take a picture with krampus and then you know put it on instagram because yeah. we were just launching like on instagram and twitter at that point so but you were able to help someone out with their sca- scavenger <laughs> yes yeah, so i was gonna get yeah so i was gonna say so we went downstairs uh and continued drinking at the bbc and oh, I forget his you name. You gave someone a piggyback. Uh, one of the things in the scavenger list was that I needed <laughs> to give a stranger. piggyback yeah. from a stranger, yeah. so I gave somebody a piggyback ride. Uh, she has a Snapchat video oh, of it in the great. BBC. Yeah. So awesome. we, we did partake. Um, there, was a, uh, there was a kid who was from Germany. I think one of the, thing was one of the, one of the items in the checklist was about video games, so we, we pointed him towards uh, uh, Captain's Den because oh, they have some Den, video yeah, games yeah, on yeah, there. We yeah. went there afterwards. So, yeah, so we, we indirectly partook in the uh, Krampus crawl, and I know that we'll be uh, completely on board next yeah. year. That's, that's part of what we wanted to do was to kind of, like, get people out. Our goal was for the norms to be like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Right? It's kind of like yeah. all these weird people doing weird things, mm-hmm. um, which I feel like we did. Uh, especially when we had Krampus walking through the BBC, you could just hear people talking downstairs like, what the hell is that? Right. <laughs> <laughs> like Santa at all? Yeah. Um, some, some people, I feel like they get so offended if you, you know, infuse any sort of horror element with Christmas. They get so fucking bent out of shit. Right. It is. It is. Christmas people don't thing, yeah. know that. Um, but then the other idea was to get uh, people out in, into our friends' businesses. So we sent people, you know, they had to find a... They had to get a picture of someone drinking a White Claw at Speedwell. Like, we didn't want to be like, you have to <laughs> right. drink. Um, so we sent them to Speedwell. We sent them to New World. Um, Mal Bar, Craft Beer Cellar, Captain's Den. Nice. You know, those are the places we kind of wanted to hit. Uh, Sukasa, I think we sent them to Sukasa mm-hmm. to do something. I can't remember what it was. Yeah. Um, but, and it turned out to be, like, such a fun night. And we kind of created a little bit of buzz instead of, my thing was, I'm like, let's do a scavenger hunt, but I don't want a pile of shit to deal with at the end of the night. Yeah, you know? yeah. So we're like, let's just do it all pictures, and we'll put a hashtag, yeah. and it's all Instagram, make a team Instagram, and so we just tracked all the scores throughout the night. So there's kind of awesome. like a little hiccup towards the end where some people's had, tr- you know, phone, battery trouble, whatever, but, you know, live and learn. Sweet. So. That's well, the way to do it, though. Yeah. Use technology to your advantage. Oh, yeah. And it just made, made life easy. And then I hung out in BBC all night and drank beers right? and like, looked yeah. at these goofy pictures. It's awesome. Yeah. All right. So your podcast, uh, you know, excuse me, your, your idea for Inebriart kind of started out how we came up with our, you know, our idea for our podcast on a bar stool, drinking drinks. All good ideas come up. Yep. Every yes, bar, ideas. every idea on a bar stool is a yeah. great idea. Yes. So what came to you first? Was it, was it, were you, what, what came first? The podcasts or the events side? Uh, of the events course? definitely came first. Okay. Because uh, at the time, the drink and draw was kind of like a national trend. Yeah. Uh, started out in California. And actually, we just got followed by the original drink and draw on Twitter. Oh, cool. Wow. So like, I sent awesome. them a message being like, hey, man, you guys are really important to me. And this, and they're like, oh, that's really nice. Yeah. Um, but uh, so my buddy who used to work at Friday's was there and he's an artist mm-hmm. and I was there one Thursday night and he's like we should start drinking draw I'm like cool when he's like I work Thursday I'm like alright I'll see you next Thursday and that's how it started mm-hmm. um, and so then you know we started running events and 
because at the time I worked a really shitty job at Home Depot and mm-hmm. I wanted out. So it kind of became like, can I make this into a job? And so that was kind of like when we started doing events. Yeah. Um, I still have a job, but it's less shitty. I don't work at Home Depot anymore. Um, <laughs> Nothing and, wrong with Home Depot, though. You know. Oh, it's yeah. I'm there twice a week. Yeah, they they can sue me. I'll, I'll be happy to <laughs> bitch about them in court. Um, so then we started. So my producer uh, Fish, he's one of the other guys who runs an art, uh, got me into listening to podcasts. And the first one I listened to is a great one. It's called No Such Thing as a Fish. Okay. And it's kind of factoids trivia type stuff. They research, they're researchers for a uh, British TV show, and they bring up the four most interesting facts they've heard all, all mm-hmm. week or whatever. Um, and they actually just toured and came to Boston, so we went and saw them. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was very cool. Um, so I got into that one, and of course, just like anything else, it's like, oh, then there's this other podcast, and then there's another one, and now you're listening to like eight podcasts. And I said to Fish, I'm like, you know, I'd like to start an art podcast. And he's like, art's visual, that's stupid. I'm like, all right, I'll get, I'll get back to you. <laughs> Thanks, um, honey. Uh, yeah. Input. Appreciate yeah. it. Um, <laughs> and so then I saw a YouTube video, and I'm not sure what it's from, but it was Ricky Gervais, um, Jerry Seinfeld. Chris Rock and Louis C.K. and they were talking about their process. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, why do you know Jerry Seinfeld work clean and Chris Rock doesn't? And how they write jokes and mm-hmm. and it was fascinating. And it rang true on a creative mm-hmm. note. And I'm like, that's it. That's the podcast. It's not art. It's creative people. Sure. And so that's how we started, and we brought in friends who we knew talked a lot for the first few episodes because we didn't know what we were doing <laughs> and then yeah and so then it just kind of steamrolled from there and we've had chefs and stand-up comedians and musicians and authors and comic book creators and yeah the whole gambit i was gonna say you, you've had a pretty wide array of people on yeah, your podcast yeah. i mean I, I was we love chefs they bring food uh yeah well so we <laughs> listened smart. to the one that you had with uh Jim from Blue Eyed Crab and oh, Malabar, yeah, yeah. and that was a great listen. And I'm sure he probably brought you some awesome food. I, mean, just... uh, I don't think he did. No, no. <laughs> but he's he's, he's got great. Shame on no. right. he's, he's got a great restaurant, and, and uh, he, he's hooked us up before. Just not that particular day. Yeah, yeah. but uh, that that was a good, that was a great listen. I mean, just listening to you know him talk about you know he says you know a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he messaged me like after it went up. He's like, I didn't realize I said you know. Uh, that much. I'm like, yeah, you do. Yeah, when you listen to yourself, you definitely get a little <laughs> yeah. bit more critical of how you speak. But, uh, but yeah, so that was cool. Listening to him talk about you know cooking for Julius Child and, and Jack Papin, that was awesome. I thought it was really cool. But you, I mean, you know, scrolling through some of your old episodes, I saw you have a lot of people from the horror community in there as well. So oh, you've yeah. had a few authors on. Mm-hmm. I know um, Julie Hutchings, a local Plymouth author that writes oh, horror she's a fiction. Sweetheart. Yeah, I love. Her. Yeah, so. Yeah. Uh, you know, so it's safe to say that you are a horror fan. I am. I am. Yeah. Okay. One, one of my favorite inter- interviews was uh, with Sean Whalen. So I saw um, that one on there too. He was yeah. in Three from Hell. Yeah. He was in Zombies Halloween Two. So I mean, you've had some pretty big names on here. Yeah, that's, that yeah. was a good. That's a good get. That was uh, total, just dumb luck. Yeah. Uh, there's a horror convention called. Uh, um, Scarecon. Scarecon. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking Rock and Shock. I saw that on, on your episode list yeah. too. Uh, so the guy who runs Scarecon is a uh, radio DJ. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. And he's a big fan of podcasts. And he's like, if you have a podcast, I will give you a table. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, give me a table. I'll be there. And so we set up to record, and the guys who were next to me were running all the panels. And they're like, hey, Andy, do you want to moderate uh, the Sean Whalen panel? And I'm like, yeah, sure. They're like, you, we'll give you the audio. You can use it as an episode. I also did another one with, um, oh, God. I forgot his name then, and I forget it now. He was one of, uh, he was in Nightmare Before Christmas. No, sorry, Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, he's got, like, a three-name name, and it totally escapes me, and I blanked on stage. Oh. He was kind of pissed. <laughs> oh, well, hey. Um He's in the original Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, like he was a kid with the ear, like his earphones, like clawed into his head or something. I can't. Remember. Okay, all right. It's been ages since I've seen it. So, yeah. I, like I was going in totally blind. I'm like, yeah. man, I haven't seen that movie in ages. And you know, Johnny Depp's in Nightmare on Elm Street, the original yes. run, right? So yeah, it wasn't yeah, yeah. Johnny Depp. I'm yeah. assuming. No, no, no. I wouldn't. <laughs> that one you probably would have remembered. Well, that's not three names either. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, true, true. Was, yeah. Um, <laughs> just, yeah. Just it, it, it would take me a bit. To, uh, but I also got uh, D. Snyder that weekend. I saw that one on yeah. there too. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that that must have been cool. a, that must have been an interesting experience. Uh, it was very surreal, and he was super nice. Awesome. Yeah, it, it's just weird to see someone who you're so familiar with, almost to the point where you kind of feel like you know them, but you don't. Yeah, you know, and just to sit across from him, that was probably the most structured our podcast has ever been because his agents like you need to hit this, 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 and this. I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah. So if you found, as you've you know, uh, recorded more episodes and gotten some reputable names on, that it's been easier for you to get interviews when you've reached out to people? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Because okay. uh, it, it's kind of like you build up. You know, you, you luck into one, mm-hmm. and then when you go to reach out to someone, you're like, well, I've already interviewed this person. And they're like, oh, you're not a complete idiot then. <laughs> and you're like, well. Um, so it's very weird and surreal. Um, like most recently, I had a half dozen email exchange with um, the PR for Tool. What? Because I'm like, oh, they're coming to town. I just shot off an email and she came back and she's like, oh, Tool, you know, I'll, I'll talk to them, but they don't do a lot of interviews. And I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm, like, I, I'm awesome. amazed that you got back to me. Oh, man, that would be um, awesome. So, so a couple hours later, she got back to me. She's like, yeah, they're only going to do like two interviews this year. And I'm like, Holy shit, did you just go ask Tool to be on my <laughs> podcast? Um, I'm just picturing Maynard walking up the stairs in the Mayflower Brewery into the room right now and right? sitting down yeah. across the table. It'd be crazy. <laughs> um, but we've gotten – it's like once you get in with these PR people, because it's like, oh, cool, this person's responsive. And obviously I knew I wasn't going to get Tool, but then I'm like, well, if you have any other bands coming through town, mm-hmm. let me know. And um, – we were trying to get Rick Astley one time. Oh, my God. That would be uh, so awesome. We don't uh. normally do phone interviews, but she's like, maybe he can do one on the phone. I'm like, fuck it, great. Let's yeah. do that. Oh, yeah, sure. I'll take it. Um, but that never panned out just for reasons. And um, she's like, but I have this other band coming through town. Um, they were nominated for an Emmy, and they did the theme song to Justify. And I'm like... Justify the, the yeah. FX show? Yeah. It's, okay. It's I, a, oh, yeah, yeah. He's a rap. He's like a rapper. It's or something, a right? it's a band called uh, Gangster Grass, and uh, they right. are a okay. bluegrass hip hop band. Wow. And they're the sweetest people, and it was so much fun because then they're like, oh, they're playing in Somerville, and uh, you know, I went up and interviewed and got to hang out and see a free show, which is awesome. Yeah. And then, you know, maybe a month or so later, she's like, I have another band out of Chicago coming through town. I'm like, great. 
and it's what a connection. That's yeah, awesome. so it's That's just awesome. kind of yeah. like every once every once in a while, I just kind of like email them like, hey, what's going on? How's things? You nice. know, and just sometimes just it pans out. Yeah. yeah, shoot yeah. your shot. You know? Yeah, I mean they have PR people for a reason. Right. You know. Yeah. Justified's a criminally underrated show, by the way. So it's a good. great show. Yeah. So th- at that point, I'm like, all right, well, I interviewed them. I suppose I should watch the show. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's so good. Yeah, it's really good. So good. Do you watch Justified? I haven't seen that. No? no? Did, yeah, I don't think you watched that with me, no, right, Kat? I didn't no, watch it. It's not my normal go-to. Like, I'm not a big cop show fan, but it's not yeah. a typical cop show. Yeah. Um, so, obviously, you, you just said, so you're, you're definitely a horror fan. You've done a lot of interviews with people that create horror stuff, so... Uh, I'll just give you a couple of questions and then okay. just riff on them. So, sure. what's yeah. your favorite horror movie? You know, I probably should have thought about that. Or a few. Yeah. If, if you have a couple. Um, yeah, I, don't, I don't need your hard, fast number one, but if you have a couple that you, that you really like. And, uh, Mike, I mean, it's famous for doing honorable mentions. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Shut up. You, you, it's, it's one of those things where, uh, you know, it can be like, well, The Shining, but it's like, that's being like, well, I like air. Of course you like it. Don't feel bad, though. That's my favorite. It's a phenomenal movie. But then, like, you brought up Alien on, on my podcast, and I'm always like, oh, yeah, that is a horror movie. What about 100%. last, last this, that came out last year? Favorite movie that came out um, last year? I don't know if I saw one that came out last year. The, I'll, I'll give you one that I was really pleasantly surprised about. Um, my son wanted to go see Happy Dead Day. Happy, Happy, Death, Day? Happy Death Day. Happy Death Day. Happy Death Day. Yeah. And so I started watching it, and I'm like, this is Groundhog Day. <laughs> but then it didn't take itself too seriously, and even at the end, they're like, oh my god, it's just like Groundhog Day. And I'm like, oh, okay, so they're it's not good, right? To, yeah. It's a good movie. Um, one that I was a little disappointed in was Get Out. Okay. But I think it was because of all the hype. Yeah. Where I went in being like, all right, blow me away. And mm-hmm. it was great, but like, I don't know. Have you seen Us? No, I haven't. Much better than Get Out. Yeah. That's his other horror movie that came out. And he's doing March. Twilight Zone now, right? He is. Yeah. Yes. But that's that. like... Mike doesn't really... Yeah, so I was actually pretty disappointed uh, in the new Twilight Zone reboot. I mean, he was good as the narrator, yeah. and, you know, I, I know the old Twilight Zone episodes, they definitely had, you know, like a morality tale in each one and kind yeah. of talking about different things, but, I mean, those were at least a little bit subtle. Uh, the new episodes of the Twilight Zone were about as subtle as a fucking sledgehammer. Yeah. Uh, you know, just talking about different themes... So there were there were stronger episodes. There were a few that I really liked. There were a couple that I didn't like. It's worth checking out though if you yeah. ever get access to uh, CBS All Access. That's what it's on. The uh, but he, I mean he's one of the mo- I think he's one of the more talented new voices in horror now. Yeah. The the thing that I find most scary that I've watched is uh, Black Mirror. Oh, oh see I that's the Twilight Mirror. Zone, like yeah. the new age yeah. Twilight Zone. That like, show's awesome. It's amazing. Like I haven't seen the last season yet. Because I'm like, I need to be in a good headspace. Very, very disappointing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, really? Last season well, wasn't that great. I feel like they spend uh, too much time on Bandersnatch. I was going to say, yeah. do you see Bandersnatch? No, that's the movie, right? The movie. Um, yeah, it's, it's an interactive one, so it will, cool like, concept. you'll go through it, and it will say, like, do you pick the rice cereal, or do you it's pick It's like those the, old books. Oh, Choose Your Own Adventure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. It's oh, okay. Awful. It was very the, interesting. We spent, yeah. like, five hours, five hours. choosing each one. Because you're like, I lost. I need to get to the right one. Which yeah. one's right? Yeah. But, but that one, that's one that has, like, a lot of horror elements in it. There's a lot of, like, weird imagery and, you oh, know, yeah. kind of feels like a drug trip at certain points. Yeah. But it's just, yeah, it's really interesting. Uh, that one definitely check out. And, like, it was the first Netflix uh, first Netflix movie or show to use that type of technology, like the choose-your-own-adventure yeah, type yeah. technology where you literally 
you're like, we're, we're watching like with a remote, like, okay, we're like, oh, what do we choose? We're I can running out of time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that was cool. But yeah, the last season of Black Mirror, I, I wasn't that impressed with. There was one good episode. Uh, which one? The Miley Cyrus one? No. I didn't like that Not one either. Miley Cyrus. <laughs> it was the one he played uh, Moriarty. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Andrew oh, Scott. Yeah. Andrew Scott. Yeah, the guy from and that's in, he's in Fleabag. Too. I thought that was good, that episode. I yeah. can't remember the name of that episode. There's only like four. It's the one where he takes the guy hostage in the car, yeah. right? Okay. Was, I forget a, the name of it. That too. was a good one. I think that one was. Well, but the other but overall, I mean, it's like an episode will end. I'm like, I just need a hug. Yeah. Like, right? Yeah. Oh, it's. Yeah. yeah it's, seriously. It's basically like a movie. Half yeah. Of them, like an hour and 20 minutes. And they're just disturbing on a very realistic way. Right. You know. Do you have a favorite episode? Um, it's probably the one that was most horror-like uh, was the guy that was like beta testing the video game. Play test with Kurt yeah. Russell's kid. And uh, I just remember because the whole thing was like his mother was calling him and if you haven't heard, if you, go watch the show. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, but, like, the final thing was, like, his last words and said, called mom. And I was just like, shut up! <laughs> like, a home alone yelling at the TV. Yeah. Just, I mean, there's so so many good episodes. Yeah, um, that one's one of my favorites, too, because it's actually it's pretty scary. That was yeah. very, when I first started watching that show... What a ballsy first episode. I always tell people, yeah, I, I, I was tell like, people, skip the first, skip the first episode, episode and watch it later. Because yeah. it's not a bad episode. Right. But if that's the first episode you watch, you're like, like, like what, what is this show? Yeah. 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 It, is, it does not sell the show well at all. I tell people all the time, I'm like, it, it's individual you know, sh- stories. So you can watch mm-hmm. them out of order. Watch the first episode later. Yeah. Oh, I feel like I want to go back and watch Black, Mar- Black I like Mary the Killer Bee now. one. Yeah, that the was good too. The Robot Killer Bees. That was really yeah. good. I like the one with the, uh, the uh, black museum. One that was a like good one, too. Yeah, that's all the Easter eggs. In the yeah. Show. Yeah. That one was really good. Uh, I really like the entire history of you, which is the one where they have the Im- implants in their eyes where they can play back everything on TV screens. Oh, yeah. and, God, uh, I would never want that technology. Yeah, I know. Oh, be like playing back that one was good. Like, that would have been helpful oh, last night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you would know a lot more what you're getting into. Yeah. I think there's actually a part in that one where he he blacks out from drinking and he yeah. he, he like goes back and rewinds like to see exactly what he did because he got he got like a car accident or something. Yes. Like but that. I also like how they kind of played off of that in other episodes where right. you know people yeah. had the the I remember the one that blew me away was uh, the guy that had like this restraining order against him so he couldn't. Oh, and it was like a Facebook block, but you can't see like them. Physically see just them. A yeah. yeah, I was like, that's awesome. But that's the one with John Hamm, and he couldn't see his kid. Oh yeah, yeah. And then, like, when it was finally, re- re- again, spoiler, yeah. it wasn't his kids. Like, yeah. yeah. I'm not Asian, though. Yeah. yeah. It was, like, they just have such a good way of, like, yeah. having these amazing twists and turns. Yeah. Yeah, so that's definitely better than the Twilight Zone re- reboot. All right, so uh, do you have any horror television shows that you watch? Uh, Black Mirror. Black Mirror? <laughs> yeah, right? that counts. Yeah. Just, uh, in, sorry, in addition, in addition to that, I should see. say. Oh. Hmm. But I will go back and say that probably one of my favorite movies is Shaun of the Dead. Oh, Shaun of the Dead's great. So good. It's such a funny movie that ends up being a legit horror movie. movie. Yeah. It's one of my favorite zombie movies. Yeah. Uh, TV show. I know we talked about The Walking Dead on your podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. I don't know if it would be... I don't know if Did you ever watch Hot Fuzz? Of course, yeah. yeah that movie's awesome, too. Right? The, the, I, didn't, I didn't love... Um, oh, was it End of the World? Like the third one. Oh yeah, where they're doing like a bar crawl. Like, yeah, yeah, it was like an apocalypse. Yeah, yeah it was okay. Um, not their strongest. No. I'm trying to think of. I don't know if this counts as horror, 
but just talking about apocalypse, I love post-apocalyptic movies. Okay. Love them. Waterworld. The Postman. Oh, yeah. Love them. <laughs> yeah. You love yourself some Kevin Costner, then. Uh, well, I mean, those, he just makes them. He just um, to be in those. But uh, Jericho. Okay. Not hard, but like... Um, I know that show. All these nuclear bombs go off all over the country and basically push these people back to survival time, and they're trying to survive as a city, and, mm-hmm. and you know, they're living... A, you know, just like real horror, the monsters are always actual humans. Yeah. Um, you know, the people in the town next door kind of like they end up almost going to war with them, and it was really interesting. I know, I, I know of that show, but I yeah. never watched it. Okay, it's a good watch. Yeah, that was on. I think it was on Sci-Fi, right? Something like I that. I think so, but it's also one of those like I think it's the third season where you're like, uh, yeah. You know, the first ones are really strong. Okay. Do you watch a lot of Sci-Fi? Um. Yeah, I'm a huge nerd, so like. like I, the, I, mean, I guess I mean like the channel. Oh, there's I know, a certain I know show where you're that, going. That got that was on Sci-Fi that ended that we were channel huge. Zero? Channel Zero. Yeah. I don't know. I've never even heard of that. Um, it was a ma- a super underrated horror show, and yeah. it each season was different. So it was kind of like Black Mirror, but it was a whole season. But the season like kind of short changed. short seasons, and they yeah. were super short. And they were that show was awesome. Hmm. Um, the first season was kind of about like. How they lured kids in, like by this weird show that came on. That was so. Each season is, you know, creepy pastas, like the like creepy stories you could find on like Reddit. And oh like yeah, all that yeah, stuff. Yeah. So each season is based on a different creepy pasta. Okay. And the first one was based on Candle Cove, which Candle is Cove. about oh, like a called, yeah. uh, like a children's show that used like you know the the writer swears was on TV, but it never actually was on TV, so yeah. they kind of riff... It's like, they're shorter stories, but they riff on that. Like, certain people can see the show. Yeah, and, and it, so that that season was good. You really like... The Haunted House one was Yeah, awesome. No End House, which was season two. That was really good. We, we've seen them all. It, Did it, they it ever got, end up doing, like, a Slender Man or whatever it is? They didn't do a Slender Man. Probably because those girls, like, murdered that girl. Yeah, that. yeah. That was horrifying. Was that? Talk about real-life horror. That yeah. was... Was that show? I don't know if it was Into the Dark or if it was Channel Zero, the one with the door, the dream. No, that was that was. That was Into Channel Zero. Dark. No, that was Channel Zero too. The dream door. Oh yeah. Yeah, the one with the clown, yep. Twisty yep. Jack. Yeah, yeah, that was also Channel Zero. That was Channel Zero too. Um, so I know we talked about Shutter earlier, yep. the streaming mm-hmm. service. All the seasons of that show are now streaming on yeah. Shutter, but unfortunately, Sci-Fi canceled it because most like everything else on Sci-Fi, not enough people watched it to justify. Right. You know, Definitely the budget check for it out. It's Weird. Yeah, that's a okay. really it's a really cool show yeah. worth watching. Did you wa- did you uh, watch um, Happy? Happy. That's the one with Stabler, with the little unicorn that he sees the cartoon. Yeah. Oh, I wanted oh, to I see that. that, and it was so weird. It's super weird, but the kind of villainy character is like this child abducting Santa Claus, and it is the wow. scariest Santa Claus I've ever seen. It's uh, really is it creepy. Chris Maloney from yeah, Order. Chris Maloney, yeah, from, yeah, yeah, from yeah, SVU, yeah. yeah. But it, it it is definitely weird because you're like, I don't know, he may be immortal, or he's just a drug-addled. There more than one season for that show. Uh, a second season came out that's all like Easter themed oh, instead weird. of all Christmas themed. Hmm. Um, but I don't think it's hit Netflix yet. Okay. I haven't seen it. I'm going to check because I forgot about that show. Yeah, I watched so like a few episodes and it was one of those shows where I was like, this is good, but then you kind of just get distracted by other stuff. Yeah. It wasn't enough to... It was very weird. Yeah, yeah. it was very bizarre. Doesn't somebody funny voice the, the unicorn too? Uh, Patton Oswalt. 
Oh, okay, yeah. that's right. That's who it is. I and I'm not I... saying the part where the imaginary unicorn does cocaine is funny, but <laughs> but the part, the, imaginary, <laughs> the part where the imaginary unicorn does cocaine is funny. That's yeah. okay. <laughs> nice. Um, all right, so uh, are, you, are you much of a reader? Do you, have you read any horror fiction? I, I have read yeah. horror fiction. Um, I mean, I'm assuming comic books count. Yeah, sure. Uh, like of I said, I was I was one of the graphic novels early. Mm-hmm. Uh, early buy-ins to Walking Dead was through the comic book. I actually struggle with reading. Um, I'm pretty certain I have an undiagnosed uh, learning disorder, which makes me struggle. Uh, but I grew up in the 70s and 80s, so you're just stupid. I'm curious. This disorder, does it involve going into your bed to read a book and then you read about 15 words and you fall asleep every time? No, mine's more like I read like a, two paragraphs and I don't un, like I have to go back and reread it. Oh, so that's like, like I don't. I'm, mine, I just fall. I start reading them. Like, oh no! And like my boring. my spelling is atrocious. So thank God I think for a spell check. Yeah, that made my life way easier. Um, but yeah, so I, I'm not a big reader, but I uh, I enjoy the writings of Max Brooks. Okay. So like uh, World War Z. Yes. Yep. Okay. Love I read that World. I love the book, World War Z, and I don't want to be like, oh, the book is better, but the book is totally, like, mm-hmm. when World War Z, the movie came out, I was talking with a friend of mine, and uh, we decided that if it was called something else, it would be an okay movie. Okay. But the fact that it was called World War Z, it had nothing to do with the book. It really, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was so far different. I mean, I, and, you know, Brad Pitt, obviously a huge movie star, he was right. in it, it was, but yeah, it had nothing to do with no, the book. Nothing. Yeah. Probably would have been better served being a low budget movie then. Sometimes when it's over budgeted, yeah. they yeah. just try to hit every demographic of people that would like this movie, and, then, and they try to have like these epic battles, you know, battles and, and yeah. Right. Well, I mean, the, when I think, <clears throat> excuse me, when I think of that movie, I think of like the zombies climbing on top of each other to get up that wall. Right. Like that's that's the one thing I think of. So they obviously spent a lot of money on it because Brad Pitt was in it. But uh, but to me, the most amazing part of that book is when he's interviewing the person who came up with the plan to fight the zombies. Mm -hmm. And a lot of it was like, you protect your most important... You're going to have to... People are going to die. And you have to make a decision like, okay, you're going to die, we're going to save these people. Mm -hmm. And he's... The whole interview is talking about this person who came up with this plan in the third person. Yep. And then as the... um, main character is leaving he was actually interviewing that person who's so mentally destroyed from coming up with this plan that they will not acknowledge they're that person like yeah that is amazing like why wasn't that in the movie yeah i remember that part i read it such a long time ago but it's it's that that's all coming back to me now yeah. It, it and yeah they didn't touch on any of that no. which is a shame i wish they kind of did a more faithful adaptation but well i mean there's so many remakes it's I mean, the movie yeah. is more than two years old, so yeah, it's probably already in production. Yeah. It's definitely, I'm sure somebody's had the conversation. All right, so you're a comic book guy. I'm yep. going to give you, uh, I'm going to give you a recommendation if you haven't read it already. So okay. I heard you talking with uh, on a previous podcast of yours about uh, Anthony Bourdain. Yeah, sure. Ever heard of Hungry Ghosts? No. So it's a comic uh, that he wrote that you can, I actually own it, I can let you borrow it. Uh, he, it's basically a collection of short horror stories and graf- graphic novel form that he wrote. Really? It's fantastic. I had no idea that he, he did that. Yeah, it's really, I actually, so it was uh, after he died, I downloaded a bunch of his audio. I, I, my, we, we actually met him uh, a couple Symphony of years Hall, back. Yeah. We were at, at Symphony Hall, so he signed a couple of, uh, I've read all his books, he signed a couple of my books. Yeah. And uh, after he died, 
I downloaded a couple of his audiobooks on Audible just because he's he reads them himself, and I was yeah. like, oh, that's pretty cool. So I listened to those again, and I was like, all right, what else has he written that I haven't read? And whenever I saw that he wrote a short short story collection in graphic novel form of all horror, horror stories, I was like, how the hell have I not heard of this or read this yet? But it's really, really good. Hmm. Um, worth checking out. Yeah, it's different. Yeah, it's interesting. Hmm. Um, ever... Uh, or I would say are you a fan of going to haunted attractions I know that's one thing that we want to cover on our podcast and you know, obviously I, there's a lot of them around New England yep. I know some people love them some people hate them so do you, are you um, a fan? I have been to a few okay. uh, we talked earlier that uh, I, I partook in Barrett's Haunted Mansion that's right that's right yep. yes that's right uh, which was a lot of fun to be on that side I mm-hmm. think I enjoyed that more than actually going because um, I find I think I'm more of a I enjoy the more psychological thrillers, and those are always just jump scares. Yeah. Um, which, if you could do like a psychological, they could do like a Silence of the Lambs, or yeah, or like a Seven, or you know, Seven would be a messed can, up. Can, what about a Quiet Place themed mm. one where there was oh no God, noise? Yeah. That'd be, talk yeah. no noise. <laughs> That'd be really interesting. Um, but uh, I've been to God, this was years ago. I used to have a comic shop, and mm-hmm. we set up at Spooky World for the month. Oh, that's cool. Wow. So we got to spend a month there, like, you know, going through the haunted houses and, and just kind of awesome. enjoying it. It's super fun. So was that when it was out in Berlin or at Foxborough Stadium? Uh, it was at Foxborough Stadium. Okay. Yes. And, um, yeah, we just had a blast because, like, every weekend, you would, like, Thursday through Friday, or mm-hmm. th- Thursday through Sunday, you would go out and hang out at a haunted attraction and see the roaming that's characters awesome. and we'd bring in extra help and sometimes we wouldn't like vet them properly and yeah like oh you're scared shitless <laughs> this will be fun and uh <laughs> i remember one girl uh you know because they have kind of the roaming characters mm-hmm. and once they zero in on someone who's scared they just won't let up yeah, yeah. and uh she kept getting close to her and she's like i know the rules you can't touch me I know the rules. You can't touch me. And it ended with her holding a chair, running through their gift shop, going, "I know you can't touch me." <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, it was amazing. That yeah. must have been. A, that must have been. A, that must have been a good time. I can picture oh, cat doing that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't think there's at haunted houses anymore. Just People like totally hone in on me, and they're like, "I'm gonna scare you," and I'm like, "I'm not scared. I'm not. No, go away." I hate I, jump scares. Yeah, I mean that's that's the thing is to me it's it's all jump scares that get you. I hate that because that's not scaring somebody. Yeah, you're surprising me right. around the corner. You're triggering my fight or flight <laughs> yeah, response. This is how I'm going to yeah. react? It's not scary. Stop it. Right. I mean, so I mean, I just I just think obviously like you know it's not like a horrifying experience that scars you for life, but I like like the production value and the work that goes into oh, making yeah. everything like yeah. the sets. I know like Barrett's they're probably working on next October right now and they have and been they since the way the whole thing, don't oh, they? Yeah. oh from ground from yeah. the ground up but I mean so we went through last October and some of the technology they're using now even since like I went uh, when I when I worked there for that one season unbelievable like they they completely redid uh, because they have the outdoor section now that they uh, sell they call it sell yeah they have like a that's a good movie too uh, oh with J- with J-Lo yeah I know that one and and Vince Vaughn I love uh, Tarsim the director if you the cell's okay visually it's stunning yep story wise eh uh, but he did another movie called The Fall okay the fall. I haven't uh, seen that unbelievable okay um, it, yeah. it's a good story and it's gorgeous uh, he it stars um, Lee Pace oh I know who he is yeah um, he was in Guardians of the Galaxy yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and um, 
it is about like a early Hollywood stuntman who falls over a bridge, I think, and the mm-hmm. stunt goes wrong and he's paralyzed. And his girlfriend or wife leaves him, so he's in a hospital, and he kind of befriends this little girl who's in the hospital, and he's telling her this story to try and win her trust so she will get him drugs so he can commit suicide. Oh my god. Wow. So it kind of cuts between them interacting and her impression Mm -hmm. of, like, her imagination of what the story is. So, like, he talks about an Indian, but she thinks of, like, a guy from India. Yeah. So the character in the story is (laughs) Indian nationality, not Native American. Uh, But it is just beautifully done. What a concept. Oh, it's an amazing, amazing movie. Like, the creativity behind that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Just even think that far outside the box. I say, imagine, imagine him sitting in a like a meeting with a, an executive out in Hollywood, trying to pitch that, that trying to describe that concept. <laughs> and and it, it can't be low budget because I mean, it's the production value is off the charts. I mean, it, yeah. Well, that was after he did the sell, so we yeah. probably had plenty of backers right. on it. Um, but I, I find his movies tend to be beautiful, but not great. Like a lot of fluff. Well, like just a, visually, visually beautiful, yeah. but there's the stories are really to it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but this one just hits on every ass. Probably one of my favorite movies. Out, yeah, that sounds interesting. Not scary, but really good. Still a good movie. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. Check it out. Um, Check I, it out. I, I, yeah. So I want to ask you about Spooky World again when you were working there. Oh sure. Yeah. So uh, you know, at the time, obviously, it's moved around a lot. One thing I, I wanted to just tell. So obviously, Spooky World started out when it was in Berlin. They had the hayride out there. YouTube video you should check out because we were talking about going down YouTube yeah. rabbit holes earlier. There's uh, an urban explorer guy that goes around and he just he looks at all kinds of abandoned, yeah. uh, you know, like buildings and all kinds of stuff. There's a video where he actually goes and he ex- he walks through the old Spooky World property yeah. out in Berlin, and some of the stuff is still up, like some of the old sets from the oh, hayride. Right. So yeah, definitely check that out oh, if you uh, if you get a chance. Yeah, that was a weird. So like it was at uh, Foxborough mm-hmm. for a few years. And then the guy who ran it, there was two guys who ran it, mm-hmm. and like one of them passed away, and the other one didn't want to do it anymore. Mm-hmm. So there was like a big sell-off of their items. Yeah, um, and I think that's why. Um, uh, what's the train place in Wareham? Edaville. Oh, Edaville. Yeah, I think that's where they got a lot of their stuff for their Halloween. Really? Yeah, because it's oh, like I right after that. that that they started running it. Um, and then like a few people afterwards kept trying to bring Spooky World back. I'm not even sure if it's around anymore. Oh, it is. is it, it is. We went. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> but at, at one point it was at like the Bayside ex, uh, Expo. We yep. And like that was not a great year for it. Yeah. yeah. So it was there. It was at Canopy Lake for a while. Yeah. Um, and now it's up at uh, Mel's Funway, which is in Litchfield, New okay. Hampshire. So, I mean, I've been going there since it was in Berlin when I, I think my uncle took me the first time and I was like seven or eight, which is probably why. Another reason I'm so into into horror because I've been going to these things for so long, uh, but yeah, we actually went up. Uh, this past a, a sat, yeah. uh, it was either I think it was Columbus Day weekend we went up. And, yeah. Man, like some of the stuff they have up there now because they brought back the hayride. There's like four different houses. It's a lot to do. The hayride it's, was the best part. The hayride was really was awesome. really cool. The um, pyrotechnics and stuff that they did in a forest was like nuts. You're just sitting there. You're like yeah. Is something going to burn down here? Like, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I kind of got a little nervous. Crazy but. sets. It, it was, yeah, it was, it was, it was very good. So worth checking out. I mean, there's, there's just so many around New England. But, and uh, they could touch you on the hayride. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I could. They could touch you. 
They could touch you. Yes, I don't they know if you're allowed to touch anybody. No, I, well, I think they've warned anyway. you. They have you a thing that says, like, they're not going to really, like, you know, like, strangle you. But, they're I mean, like, they, they go up and, like, poke you. Tap you on the shoulder yeah. or something like Grab that. Okay. Something like that. Uh, yeah, that's a little extreme. I feel like that might be a big, a big deal in 2019 if that happened. That's what I'm saying. I don't think they can touch you. Yes, yeah, no, I know, I know. But, uh, yeah, so, all right. All right, cool. So, um, uh, uh, any other questions for Andy, you guys? Um, actually, I, I was thinking about when we were talking about Barrett's. Where did you, what did you do in the house? Oh, uh, I was a zombie, and it was me and some other guy. I can't remember the whole theme of, because it's cool because you got to do it, but you didn't really get to walk through it. Yeah. So I didn't get to see a whole lot of it. And we were kind of at, like, a weird turn, and, like, we were the jump scare. So there's, like, something to attract your attention on the right, and we were on the left, and, like, you bang on the window, and we're like, Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, like, it, it was nice because we could kind of, like, you know, like, this is what you do, and then, like, after about the 100th person by, you're like, well, you go over there, and let's try it. And so, like, we were really having fun with it and kind of, like, changing it up, and, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. What um, what's your best advice for us moving forward podcasting? Uh, okay, so there's three rules, and uh, we had to bring the bar talk guys up to speed on this. Um, sound quality is always number one because if people can't hear, they're not going to listen. Uh, set a schedule and stick to it, and avoid inside jokes. Okay. Especially early on. That's good. That's um, good. That's good that makes sense. Yeah. And no one knows what the joke right. is. Right. It's like, I mean, you're going to start, your friends are going to listen, their friends are going to listen. That's fine. But once other people start listening, they're going to be like, I don't get it. Why are they laughing? And then they feel like they're not getting it and will stop listening. Right. Yeah. Which, uh, when we started Bar Talk, uh, we started taking questions and we put it up online and all the questions were from local industry people picking on Carl. <laughs> which is fun. Sounds more right. Yeah, which is super fun. But it's like I'm listening to them go on, and I'm thinking, you know, someone in Tallahassee is not going to understand why people are writing in to a restaurant industry podcast asking where to buy Hawaiian shirts. So it's not <laughs> funny, and they don't understand why people are laughing their heads off. Right. Um, Unless you've met Carl, you're not going right, to right. Yeah. yeah. And so now it's kind of like, you know, we're like 50 episodes in on that. So now it's kind of established. Like, it has been talked about. People have brought it up. So it's a little more, like, if you're listening, it's... But, like, we really it. try to avoid the, um, like, really dwelling on it. And so right. it, it's... You have to really think... The, whatever episode you're recording is the first episode someone is listening to and possibly the first podcast someone's listening to. So you, you try to make every episode a good jumping on point for somebody. And if you do a lot of interviews, you're going to have dull people. <laughs> They're the worst. Because I'll have people come on and be like, oh, I'm sorry, it's really chatting. I'm like, no, that's awesome. Right. Yeah. It's the people who come on and be like, you know, so when did you start painting? I don't know. Yesterday. <laughs> yeah. yeah like, and like, oh, so you really enjoy it? Yes. I'm like, oh, kill this me. This is great kill material. Me. Can we go on? The one word answers. Yeah. What's your favorite color? <laughs> and then you have to like, really, especially because I don't, I don't plan questions. Right. So I usually, however you respond, I then kind of like riff on that or like, oh, you brought up something interesting. Let's talk about it. So when it's one word answers, you're like, oh, I don't I have nothing. I have nothing else to go on. Yeah. Moving on. Next yeah. session. Yeah. You can't really go yeah. So it, it can be, it can be a real struggle, but you know. 
and don't take yourself too seriously. Yeah. That's <laughs> we don't have to I think we don't have to worry about too much. I think we, we recorded in the first episode. Cat uh, <laughs> was... Kat was saying, like, oh, like, should we be opening beers on, on the podcast? Like, the sound of cracking open beers. I was like, hey, listen, if people are listening, as long as they're listening, I don't really care if they hear us opening beers or, you know, whatever. If it's yeah. a big right. issue, someone will let you know. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I mean, it, I think it's in our episode description. It's a, a quirky, uh, quirky, boozy coverage of all things horror. <laughs> so, I mean, we're definitely, you know, having a couple beverages when we record sometimes. So And, yeah, I mean, we do, too. And so yeah. Some yeah. places. And Ypres. Some places we're not necessarily allowed to. So we will, when we open cans, it, there'll just be a moment where everyone is silent, so we can edit it out. Yeah. Um, That's a good point. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so you can fix a lot in post. Yeah. You sound less stupid than you really are, because you're not going, uh, um, mm, all yeah. that stuff gets edited out, and uh, it's it's a weird ride, and like you'll start to get recognized in weird ways, and, and that's been like super strange. Um, a couple years ago, I was at... Uh, the Thanksgiving Day Parade yep. and I'm there with my kids and this guy's like excuse me he's like I don't mean to interrupt he's like but I'm a big fan I'm like what? <laughs> he's like I follow you big online and yeah. yeah I'm like what are you the parade? Me? I mean me so are all these people and he's like I follow you online and I want to come to one of your events and blah 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 and I'm like cool that's awesome thank you and he walked away and I turned my kids I'm like that happened you saw that right? <laughs> <laughs> Do you want an autograph? Yeah. Oh, give me an autograph um, and then walking out of Mayflower a couple weeks ago this girl's like hey Carl and I'm like did you just call me Carl? She's like, you're the podcast guy, right? I'm like, yeah, but I'm not Carl. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ever call yeah. me Carl. My God, man, that's Carl. So, uh, yeah, so it's weird to kind of, like, get get that. And then, you know, you get your first fan mail, which is a trip. You know, someone from California wrote in how much they like Bar Talk. And you're like, holy shit, someone's actually listening. Wow. You're like, how insane are you listening yeah, to me? Why are you wild. listening to me? Um, but that that one is actually a very fun one to record because everyone is drinking, oh, and yeah, they're imagine. all really funny people and have great stories. The, the fact that Jordan's alive is a miracle. <laughs> uh, the last one we recorded, he's just going on. He's like, "Oh, so the, like the third time I got electrocuted, we're like, what? Oh <laughs> you stay away from Elvis, yeah, <laughs> or anything." We're, we decided at the end we're just going to wrap him in bubble wrap. But um, <laughs> you get to just meet really cool people, and it's 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 so much fun. Uh, and you, you know, we just make new friends all the time. And yeah. my favorite thing is when we bring someone in who we don't know at all, and when they leave, we're like friends. It's it's just great. Touching, awesome. yeah, touching, very touching. Well, awesome, man. I mean, hey, thanks so much. We really appreciate the time, and, and you know, uh, you know, just the the opportunity to come on your podcast. Yeah, thanks man. so much for coming on ours. So, you know, yeah. it's, it's well, great to meet you and, and to be able amazing. to talk to you. Yeah. Uh, when you, normally we don't have guests on within a year's time, mm-hmm. repeat because we don't want the same people on. Right. Sure. Um, but we'll definitely have you guys back on. Yeah. Oh, I'd love yeah. to. Yeah. Awesome. yeah. So, yeah. Anytime. Yeah. Come come we'll, October if you want to talk about some horror stuff. You know, we we're, we're always around. Yeah. yeah we're, like we we all live here. Catch so. up some uh, some some horror stuff. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right, so uh, so where can everybody find you? Where can uh, everybody find Anebriar? So they can go on to our podcast is everywhere: Stitcher, YouTube, Google Play, you know, everywhere podcasts iTunes. are found. iTunes, yep, yep, yeah, yep. Apple Podcasts, whatever you want to call it. Oh yeah. Uh, we have a website: anebriar.com, uh, I-N-E-B-R-I hyphen A-R-T. Mm-hmm. Um, we're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, check out Bar Talk and Old Colony Cast. Mm-hmm. Come down to Plymouth and do an art thing. 
Have yeah. some fun. Paint a beer mug. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a good time. And we always tell people inebri comes before art. So <laughs> <laughs> we have priorities. There you go, man. All right. Well, thanks again to Andy. And thank you guys for listening to America's Hometown Horror Podcast. Uh, you can find us on all podcast platforms as well. Spotify, iTunes, anywhere you listen to your podcast. You can also find I us on, on Instagram Stitcher. and Twitter. <laughs> yes. Find it on not Stitcher. Not there yet. Yes. Not there yet. Not there yet. Uh, you can find us on Instagram. You can find us on Twitter. We have a website coming soon. And thanks so much for tuning in. <laughs>